0: Good morning, and welcome to Meditating the Word. In just about 20 minutes a day, we are reading through the entire Bible this year. I'm Cherie, here to walk alongside you on this journey. If you have just found us, you can either continue from here or go back to day one and start from the beginning. Regardless of how you choose to travel with us, I'm so glad you're here. We are in the last month of our journey through the Bible. This is day 355. Do you realize we only have 10 days left after today? Today we are reading Hebrews 1 through 6 from the World English Bible. Ready to hear what God has for us today? Let's go. The Letter to the Hebrews, chapters 1 through 6. God, having in the past spoken to the fathers through the prophets at many times, and in various ways, has at the end of these days spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the world's. His Son is the radiance of His glory, the very image of His substance, and upholding all things by the word of His power, who, when He had by Himself purified us of our sins, sat down on the right hand of the Majesty on high, having become as much better than the angels, as the more excellent name He has inherited is better than theirs." For to which of the angels did he say at any time, You are my son. Today I have become your father. And again, I will be to him a father, and he will be to me a son. When he again brings in the firstborn into the world, he says, Let all the angels of God worship him. Of the angels, he says, he makes his angels winds and his servants a flame of fire. But of the sun, he says, Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of uprightness is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness above your fellows. And you, Lord, in the beginning laid the foundation of the earth. The heavens are the works of your hands. They will perish, but you continue. They will all grow old like a garment does. You will roll them up like a mantle, and they will be changed. But you are the same. Your years won't fail. But which of the angels has he told at any time? Sit at my right hand until I make the enemies the footstool of your feet. Aren't they all serving spirits, sent out to do service for the sake of those who will inherit salvation? Therefore, we ought to pay greater attention to the things that were heard, lest perhaps we drift away. For if the word spoken through angels proved steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just penalty, how will we escape if we neglect so great a salvation, which at the first, having been spoken through the Lord, was confirmed to us by those who heard? God also testifying with them, both by signs and wonders, by various works of power, and by gifts of the Holy Spirit, according to his own will. For he didn't subject the world to come of which we speak to angels, but one has somewhere testified, saying, What is man that you think of him, or the son of man that you care for him? You made him a little lower than the angels. You crowned him with glory and honor. You have put all things in subjection under his feet. For in that he subjected all things to him, he left nothing that is not subject to him. But now we don't see all things subjected to him, but we see him who has been made a little lower than the angels, Jesus, because of the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that by the grace of God he should taste of death for everyone. For it became him, for whom are all things and through whom are all things, in bringing many children to glory, to make the author of their salvation perfect through sufferings. For both he who sanctifies and those who are sanctified are all from one. For which cause he is not ashamed to call them brothers, saying, I will declare your name to my brothers. Among the congregation I will sing your praise. Again, I will put my trust in him. Again, behold, here I am with the children whom God has given me. Since then, the children have shared in flesh and blood. He also himself, in the same way, partook of the same, that through death he might bring to nothing him who had the power of death, that is, the devil, and might deliver all of them who, through fear of death, were all their lifetime subject to bondage. For most certainly he doesn't give help to angels, but... He gives help to the offspring of Abraham. Therefore he was obligated in all things to be made like his brothers, that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God, to make atonement for the sins of the people. For in that he himself has suffered being tempted, he is able to help those who are tempted. Therefore, holy brothers, partakers of a heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our confession, Jesus, who was faithful to him who appointed him, as also Moses was in all his house. For he has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses, because he who built the house has more honor than the house. For every house is built by someone, But he who built all things is God. Moses indeed was faithful in all his house as a servant, for a testimony of those things which were afterward to be spoken. But Christ is faithful as a son over his house. We are his house if we hold fast our confidence and the glorying of our hope firm to the end. Therefore, even as the Holy Spirit says, Today, if you will hear his voice, don't harden your hearts as in the rebellion, in the day of the trial in the wilderness, where your fathers tested me and tried me and saw my deeds for forty years. Therefore, I was displeased with that generation and said, they always err in their heart, but they didn't know my ways. As I swore in my wrath, they will not enter into my rest. Beware, brothers, lest perhaps there might be in any one of you an evil heart of unbelief in falling away from the living God, but exhort one another day by day, so long as it is called today, lest any one of you be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. For we have become partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence firm to the end, while it is said, Today, if you will hear his voice, don't harden your hearts as in the rebellion. For who, when they heard, rebelled? Wasn't it all those who came out of Egypt led by Moses? With whom was he displeased forty years? Wasn't it with those who sinned, whose bodies fell in the wilderness? To whom did he swear that they wouldn't enter into his rest, but to those who were disobedient? We see that they weren't able to enter in because of unbelief. Let's fear, therefore, lest perhaps any one of you should seem to have come short of a promise of entering into his rest. For indeed, we have had good news preached to us, even as they also did, but... The word they heard didn't profit them, because it wasn't mixed with faith by those who heard. For we who have believed do enter into that rest. Even as he has said, As I swore in my wrath, they will not enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. For he has said this somewhere about the seventh day. God rested on the seventh day from all his works, and in this place again they will not enter into my rest. Seeing, therefore, it remains that some should enter into it, and they to whom the good news was preached before failed to enter in because of disobedience, he again defines a certain day, today, saying through David, so long a time afterward, just as has been said, Today, if you will hear his voice, don't harden your hearts. For if Joshua had given them rest, he would not have spoken afterward of another day. There remains, therefore, a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For he who has entered into his rest has himself also rested from his works, as God did from his. Let's therefore give diligence to enter into that rest, lest any one fall after the same example of disobedience. For the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing of soul and spirit, of both joints and marrow, and is able to discern the thoughts and intentions of the heart. There is no creature That is hidden from his sight, but all things are naked and laid open before the eyes of him to whom we must give an account. Having then a great high priest who is passed through the heavens, Jesus, the son of God. Let's hold tightly to our confession, for we don't have a high priest who can't be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but one who has been in all points tempted like we are yet without sin. Let's therefore draw near with boldness to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and may find grace for help in time of need. For every priest being taken from among men is appointed for men in things pertaining to God that he may offer both gifts and sacrifices for sins. The high priest can deal gently with those who are ignorant and going astray because he himself is also surrounded with weakness. Because of this, he must offer sacrifices for sins for the people as well as for himself. Nobody takes this honor on himself, but he is called by God, just like Aaron was. So also Christ didn't glorify himself to be made a high priest, but it was he who said to him, you are my son, today I have become your father. As he says also in another place, you are a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. He in the days of his flesh, having offered up prayers and petitions with strong crying and tears to him who was able to save him from death, and having been heard for his godly fear, though he was a son, yet learned obedience by the things which he suffered, Having been made perfect, he became to all of those who obey him the author of eternal salvation, named by God a high priest after the order of Melchizedek. About him we have many words to say and hard to interpret, seeing you who have become dull of hearing. For although by this time you should be teachers, you again need to have someone teach you the rudiments of the first principles of the revelations of God. You have come to need milk and not solid food. For everyone who lives on milk is not experienced in the word of righteousness, for he is a baby. But solid food is for those who are full grown, who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern good and evil. Therefore, leaving the teaching of the first principles of Christ, let's press on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works, of faith toward God, of the teaching of baptisms, of laying on of hands, of resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. This will we do, if God permits." For concerning those who were once enlightened and tasted of the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Spirit and tasted the good word of God and the powers of the age to come and then fell away, it is impossible to renew them again to repentance, seeing they crucify the Son of God for themselves again and put him to open shame. For the land which has drunk the rain that comes often on it and produces a crop suitable for them for whose sake it is also tilled receives blessing from God. But if it bears thorns and thistles, it is rejected and near being cursed whose end is to be burned. But beloved, we are persuaded of better things for you and things that accompany salvation, even though we speak like this. For God is not unrighteous, so as to forget your work and the labor of love, which you showed toward his name, in that you served the saints and still do serve them, We desire that each one of you may show the same diligence to the fullness of hope even to the end, that you won't be sluggish, but imitators of those who through faith and perseverance inherited the promises. For when God made a promise to Abraham, since he could swear by no one greater, he swore by himself, saying, Surely, Blessing I will bless you, and multiplying I will multiply you. Thus, having patiently endured, he obtained the promise. For men indeed swear by a greater one, and in every dispute of theirs the oath is final for confirmation. In this way God, being determined to show more abundantly to the heirs of the promise the immutability of his counsel, interposed with an oath that by two immutable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we may have a strong encouragement, who have fled for refuge to take hold of the hope set before us. This hope we have as an anchor of the soul, a hope both sure and steadfast, entering into that which is within the veil where as the forerunner Jesus entered for us, having become a high priest for ever, after the order of Melchizedek. Father God, thank you for your word which is sure and stands forever, settled in heaven. Thank you for Jesus who tasted death for us so that we could live fully alive here and in eternity. Thank you that we have a high priest who understands. Jesus was tempted in every way as we are so that he could help us, always providing a way of escape for every situation we face. We hold fast our confidence and hope Thank you for the rest that you have given us. We can rest from our works because Jesus fulfilled the law. We are saved only by your grace through him. Father, we don't approach you with timidity, but with boldness, and you shower us with your grace and mercy in our time of need. Amen. Thank you for being a part of Meditating the Word today. We are almost finished with our journey this year. I'm proud of you for staying committed to making God's Word part of your daily life. Faith comes as we hear the Word, and revelation knowledge comes as we continue to hear, reflect, and meditate on God's Word. I'm so grateful for this shared time with you. This is Cherie reminding you that you are in my prayers. I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.